when this funny Gleep gives me the stopwatch. Yeah, that's what George called him, a Gleep. And this, this crazy Gleep gave me this watch. <laughs> that's what George called him, a Gleep. Gleep. Geico. God, fuck Geico. They really advertise on anything. Get a quote today. Geico. Geico.com. Whatever. <sighs> Gamefly was out of Kansas City, Missouri. No wonder they shut down. What the fuck? Yeah, Kansas City, that's in the wrong state. Yeah, that's the worst. Yeah, it's the worst of the two Kansas cities. Yeah, remember when the capital of Kansas is Missouri City? It's <laughs> 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 gotta be cut. That was so fucking bad. Not really, but that applause afterwards. Like, I can say anything here. <laughs> that was the best joke I've ever made. Oh, man. But that's, I figured it out in like the last minute and a half of trying to remember what we were talking about. And it was the kid age thing. And yeah, then it was the whiteboard. The whiteboard. And it was the joke, the thing I've always told, because you said, everybody, everybody has two parents, <laughs> or whatever. And I, I used to- I didn't say that. I said, you have two parents. Okay, whatever. Whatever. Okay, name somebody that, no, we can't get, I needed to mention this. I always told my dad, since I was about eight to 12, so child or- Tween. Big kid. Big kid. Big kid to tween. That my real dad was Vietnamese. And he really liked that. And I think there is something to that. And I'm waiting one day to meet my Vietnamese father. Because I think it was a nervous laughter. And my dad knows. And that's why all of my dad's friends are Hmong. They're Cambodian. And I, I think I think he's looking for my real dad. For years. Probably eight to ten years. A child's worth of years if you will. Yeah, child to a big kid. My, we would always, I don't even know where this originated from, but we would always tell my younger brother that his real dad is Mexican. Really? Yeah. It's like a family? You said this Yeah, to my That's mom awesome. would say it to him, my dad would say it to him, everyone. And he would say it just in, like, like at school. It was stuff. fully just in the lore accepted that his dad was Mexican. I guess because he was more, he was the only one of us that could tan even a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So that's where that came from. And we would always make fun of my sister because my sister is the only one in our entire family that has red hair. That's not entirely true. You have a red beard. Yeah, but, but she's full red hair. Okay. Me and my older brother have a tint of red in yeah, our beard, yeah. but she's full red hair. So okay. forever. And it's because she asked my mom once she, she's like crying and she was really young. She's like, am I adopted? Like, I don't like, we don't look the same. Yeah. Just be honest with me. And then forever since, and still now everyone makes fun of her for being adopted. That's awesome. But speaking, going back to your, speaking of red hair and going back to the Irish, I find it hard to believe Stating this leads to a bigger problem of aren't we all just African? Because wouldn't you assume that everybody that's ever lived on Ireland, their descendants eventually, like, were once at a time British before they were Irish? Because, like, as a civilization goes, I feel like Britain has been around for so long. You think long. it precedes most yeah, other any population of ireland as far as things that are still around yeah you have i think british. i think in order for ireland to ever have people on it they were once british before they even moved there you know what i mean i think those people are always coming from britain to ireland i don't think there's natively people on that island unless there was once a british is ireland, ireland a separate 
island than yeah okay that's why there's no snakes that's why the whole thing of saint patrick driving out the snakes of ireland isn't pc but i think that happened long enough ago where there's a separation like you okay. wouldn't consider yourself to be british just because you're american no that's you know a good what i mean point. yeah i think there's a long enough time worth of where separation where they are a different thing and yeah stuff like that whereas and, and then if you go one step further i think maybe more british people came to america originally but i think there was a decent amount of irish and scottish people that came over too it's the same distance and ireland's a little closer well there you go ireland's closer all of the puritans are irish everyone knows this what's a puritan the puritan no the puritans are the 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 the, the pilgrims the, the English, the... the English, the Puritans and Pilgrims are not the same thing. That's... I screwed that up, but Pilgrim is the word I meant to use. How are you spelling Grum? I'm not. Okay. Puritans also, I'm lost <laughs> now. Puritans also came to America. They came at a separate time. Yeah, this is a very, for as, um, I, there's, there's something I'm like, try, I'm trying to talk to you and I'm also trying to think of something very stupid and I, and it's not stupid. I guess, no, stupid logically it's stupid. objectively it's stupid but it's a real thing it's not like a, a concept i've made up yeah and i'm trying to maintain a conversation with you and also think of this thing and it's related to some old-timey religion and i can't remember it's not wiccan no it's not no those exist today there's those are like the oh it's something that doesn't exist anymore no it's as techian it's a mayan it's like a very white european thing puritan close it's very close lutheran no it's not you're not gonna get it it's like some weird meeting house thing where they like you know how christians go to a church yeah or whatever their thing's called like the neighborhood fellowship club or something stupid like that oh the nfc i know (laughs) i've been i've been you wish you wish you were allowed in the nfc you don't think I'm allowed in the NFC? I hope not. I'm natively Irish. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't gone in a while. But if you're there the next time, oh, I go, you think I'm done you've going. been? I've never seen you there. Because <laughs> you started going. I've heard rumors through the grapevine that you started showing up, and I, eh. I told them to stop talking to the grapes. <laughs> Why is that always? That what else grows on a vine? Beans, watermelons, tomatoes. Tomatoes grow on vines. They do, yeah. Any any gra- melon. Grape is probably the only thing that, gr- that grows on a vine that's one syllable. I think that's Tomato. why that. <laughs> My point stands. <laughs> tomatoes can be grapes. Grape tomatoes. Is there any fruit that rhymes with grape? Vape. And scene. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the only many, thing I can who think, do you think of. Knows, I'm um, going through the alphabet. Ape. <laughs> Drape. <laughs> Apes climb on vines. Snape. Oh no. What was the actor's name? Nape. That's like your neck. Oh yeah, that's a thing. Tape. Mm, that's not a word. That doesn't <laughs> <laughs> You gotta say real words. <laughs> um Mape. Yeah, the abbreviation of maple, yeah. 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 How locals say maple in Canada? Lape? What what's that? Like your lap it's short for lapel. I hope you're wrong. I hope that isn't a thing. It is. Prove it. No. Okay, it's a thing. Other presidents we haven't talked about. William Howard Taft. I, I think it's too... I think that's a bad one. Because the only thing you know is like, oh, he was four normal White House tubs big. And you're like, well, is that it? I don't... Yeah, but he was only one Haftian tub. He was a he was a cool dude. That's, that's why Haftian has become a measurement. Him and Teddy Roosevelt. I'm just going to ignore what the fuck he said. Why? I don't know. What What do you mean? What's Haftian? It's a measurement of size. Is it? 
Haftian. Are you serious? It's one Haftian large. What are you talking about? Is it a a measurement of volume? How many Haftians can fit in a blimp? Um, How many cubic feet is a Haftian? 200. There's no way it's 200 cubic feet. That's how big William Howard Taft is? No, but that's one Haftian. Where does does this come from? William Howard Haft. Only other thing, other than the fact that he was huge, and he's like the cool kind of fat, where not only does he get like a belly, but he gets wide, where there's a type of people that can do that, and that's really impressive. But him and Teddy Roosevelt, both, they got in like a little a fight or whatever, and they didn't like each other for a while, and then they both like made up after politics. But they both stated that like politics is shit and it ruined our genuinely good friendship. And then they get involved in politics and they, you know. That was the whole thing with one of the really early presidents, John Adams and Booth, Thomas Edison. I know he wasn't president, but I think it was them two where they both died on the same day. But they and as they were dying, they like relayed messages to each other of like hey i'm sorry we haven't talked in like 25 years even though we're best friends it's like a stupid facebook message to somebody you graduated with yeah except you are Uh, how's it going you're sending it on your deathbed and you're both dying at the exact same time where do you think your deathbed is now where do you think my uh, you're sitting on it you think you'll die on this couch (laughs) yes i'm gonna die on that couch there's no doubt in my mind I think it'd be cool to um, not know when you're going to Because I was going to kill myself after you left. Oh, that's awesome. Finally, I can host the podcast how I want it. <laughs> not, talk, not be derailed by hefty and bullshit remarks. I do appreciate you trying to stop me. Thank you. I like the whole thing of if you knew when you would die. Or if, if you could know when you would die, would you want to know, you know when and how you would die? Yeah. And, like that cool philosophical question or whatever i think the better question is if you could know where your deathbed is and what it's doing and all that you know being a bed doing bed stuff would you want to know and i think that's way cooler i think the answer to that is a resounding yes exactly you would revolve your whole life would be like we gotta stay by this thing because i end up dying on it that's you'd want to stay away from it then. I don't know. I think ooh, that's yeah. Would and, you want to? And be so close it's a whole. It? It's a whole weird thing of how does it end up? If you how does it? How do it? I end up dying on this while I'm actively avoiding it? It's on the other side of the planet. Yeah. And somehow I end up dying on it. That's a way people. I think the problem is, is it comes back to that dinosaurs have feathers. That thing. That type of people mm-hmm. come up with these stupid quality of like it's the same quality of that thought is the quality of philosophical question so i think the deathbed question is way deeper it way there's more ogrely layers to that question so if you knew how you you were gonna die would you want to know about it huh well i think there's layers to that too if you think about it oh yeah but not a lot but people I, I would want to people want to know how they're like when they were gonna die but it's one of those things where you're going to spend the rest of your life worrying about it. Yeah, like if you know thing. how you die, but not when. I guess that is the thing. Yeah, how you die. Um, but the question I think originally is, is if you knew when you were going to die. And it's like, shit, I know when I'm going to die. How am I? Like you get to that day and it's like, great, what's going to happen? Yeah, it's a lot more difficult of a question if it's not. You have no idea when you're going to die, but you know for a fact you're going to drown. Right? You'd avoid water. That will yeah, change that, your life the, drastically. That's, a quality, that's the same quality of deathbed question. Yeah. But just... You, you live know. in the Mojave Desert 
You're like, there's no way I'm drowning. And then you drown in sand. You you get caught in quicksand. Yeah. It's a it's like a genie told you that. Yeah. (laughs) The genie. Thank God that's died off. And what? Wait, no, it didn't. Wasn't there like an Aladdin two? Or Aladdin remastered? Uh, Will Smith was in a live-action Aladdin a couple years ago. Oh, was it good? I didn't watch it. If what about um, if it was anything was like Carlton in it? I didn't watch it. What about Steve Urkel? I never saw it. Do you think the actor who played Steve Urkel is alive or dead? He's definitely alive. I don't think he was that old. He was probably 25 to 30 when the show was on. You don't think... You think Steve Urkel was 25 to 30 when yes. that show was on? Yes. God, I hope you're wrong. I'm not looking it up. How old do you think wrong. he was? Eight. Eight? Plus maybe ten. I think he was... Twelve? I think he was... I think he was A 14 to 16 year old boy in the show. Yeah. So I think he was 25. Okay, Jason Earls. No, there's no way he was 25. Yes. Oldest, I think he was 20. Five. No. Maybe the last season he was 25? I don't know how many seasons were on. I don't know. I can barely remember the name of the show. You, 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 did I do that? Why is there so many one-line things for, like, I think everyone, pieces of media? That everyone nobody... between the 80s and the early 2000s had a catchphrase. Is that true? I think so. Because it made it... What you talking about, Willis? It made it easier to jump in and be able to understand. Like, not even jump in on a random episode because you couldn't record things yet, but jump in at a random point of an episode. And that's a go-to joke. And then they say the catch line, and then you're like, I can laugh at that. I get that. Exactly. It's like when they say the title of the movie in movies. It's like when you watch The Big Bang Theory and he says, Bazonko. Yeah. Or, Or like, Nickel. Nickel. And he's knocking on the door. Yeah. He says, he says, Nickel. Dime <laughs> penny. That's such a shit joke. <laughs> that as bad of a joke as that is, it's way better than that fucking TV show. Is it off the air? I think it's finally off. Big the Bang air. Theory stopped. Young Sheldon is still going. Oh God. Young Sheldon is, from what I've seen, and I don't actively watch it, better than the Big Bang. I'm Theory. taking that with a grain of salt, but okay. I think it's hard to be worse than the Big Bang Theory. I th- I think you think... saying this awful show isn't as bad as the worst show ever made is just kind of taken. Well, here's like, the here's assumed. the thing. Chuck Lorre is terrible. Who the hell is that? He is the, I believe, writer and director of The Big Bang Theory. He's got to have so much money. And he's done more shows that are very similar and of the same quality. Really? And they're all bad. He's terrible. Like what? He did... Is it anything that, like, panders to nerds? Um, it's a little bit different. Big Bang Theory kind of took that niche. Okay. But he did B positive and he's still doing B positive. How do you spell B? The letter B. Okay. L- like a blood type. B okay. positive. Oh. And it's a guy who is going through uh, some sort of cancer or something. Kidney, like some sort of kidney failure or cancer or something like that. And like, that's the character on the show. And it's, it's Thomas Middleditch. Okay. Which I hate because I like Thomas Middleditch. Yeah. And he does make the show bearable. Not good, bearable. Wait, so what's the... He has kidney disease or cancer? What's the premise I think he's it? got, like, kidney failure. So what's the... Essentially, the premise of the show is he goes to a wedding in the first episode of someone from high school. And he sees someone he hasn't seen since high school. And she's super drunk. And in her drunken stupor, she's like, hey, I'll give you my kidney. I only need one. She moves in with him to essentially become sober and stuff like that to give him her kidney. And that's the premise of the show. 
And then it's just Big Bang Theory antics the entirety of the time. Yeah, I looked up the cast and I have no idea. It's it's, it's like a D-list football star. Yeah, I think they've probably been retired for a decade. And that was, wasn't known at all during yeah. the time they played football. Yeah, okay. there's a reason he's in this show. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point. I think Big Bang Theory had some cameos too. Like they had uh, Star Trek guy. What's his name? William Shatner? William, no, it's William something else. Leonard Nimoy? No, there's another William. What are you? There's no way. I can't what remember. Generation what generation of is. Star Trek? Dude, I the next generation, I think. Oh, I have no idea then. It's not important. I'll be able to see him. I'll be able to know who exactly it is if Will I see Wheaton, him. Leonard Nimoy was Will Wheaton. There. He was in the show Isn't a lot. Isn't that the guy that died? Wasn't he the Star Trek guy that forgot to put his Jeep in park and it backed over him when he tr- went to get his mail? Will Wheaton's still alive. I have no idea who I'm thinking of then. He's dead. Will Wheaton is dead? No. I'm thinking of Anton Yelchin. <laughs> basically the same My guy. My dad. He returned to the sequels Into Darkness and Beyond. So he, he was in the Star Trek movie. He was 27. And he died because he didn't put his Jeep in park. And it pinned him between his tail, or the tailgate of the Jeep and a brick pillar. And he died because he went to get his mail. I think that's the dumbest way to die. That's a pretty stupid way to die. Oh, man. He was a man of the future. He didn't know how to run a Jeep. Poor guy. Not really poor guy. He was rich. Yeah, he had way more money than I'll ever have. At least I know how to put my fucking car in park. I don't. I keep it in reverse constantly. Mike and Molly? Remember that one? Yeah. Where the whole funny part of Mike and Molly is, hey, we're two fat people. Who's the guy from that? I always thought it was Kevin Smith. Or the other one. Who's the Kevin Smith is the, the nerd comic guy. Yeah, who am I thinking of? Kevin James. Oh, yeah, there we That's go. That's King of the Queens. Mall Cop. Is the show he was in. Close enough. We really need more fat men actors. That's like the worst no, because that I think... subtype of actor where their whole thing... Where Norm Macdonald Yeah, where said, it's one niche thing. He gained a, he gained weight for a role as a joke, but then there's people where they have to constantly stay fat because that's their thing. And they're like subpar actors, but at least they look like that. I guess if it pays that much, but I still, you couldn't, morally, you couldn't get me to do that. That's one thing I really appreciate about Peter Dinklage as an actor. The midget? Yeah. Is that he... Or f- fake person, whatever the, fir- <laughs> <laughs> the correct term is. My bad. I just... He wanted to get into acting and he naturally got typecast into being like elves and in like those types of roles. Yeah. And every single time, even as a beginning actor, he turned it down. He said, I'm not doing that. And then he became like one of the most prolific actors because of Game of Thrones. Isn't he an elf in Game of Thrones? <laughs> yeah, oh. but <laughs> he made a lot of money doing it, so he didn't turn that one down. But he completely ignored the stereotypes of what he should be doing in acting and did his own thing and it worked out for him. No, I think he... I'm always mad because I've told my uncle who, when doing stonemasonry... I've always said, and I think this is why Mexicans are so good at it, is because Mexicans are very short. You realize this when you work with Mexicans, is on average they're like five six. Yeah. The, why, why are you guys the short? And then that's you not see racist. Them, that's a fact. And then you see them laying brick and stonemason. You're like, oh, you you guys don't have terrible backs and stuff because you're closer to the ground. I've always wanted a team. You'd have to get some. You'd have to get access to anabolic steroids because you'd need them to be very strong. But a team of midgets. That were laborers for like landscaping and stonemasonry and bricklaying. Best group of people. World renowned quality. Let's use the politically speed. correct fake people. Fake people. My bad. Yeah. The small clones or whatever. The imposters. <laughs> the the Oompa Loompas. The short imposters. Do you think that person's still alive? The one that played the 
whatever Hans Chocolate Fat from the first uh, Willy Wonka movie. You think his name was Hans Chocolate Fat? <laughs> I think in my in my version of it, with Johnny Depp post fake wife beating, yeah, his name would be. You're Hans. talking about the Johnny Depp one, not um, the original. Either or. I think in the original, that kid's dead. I think in the Johnny Depp one, he's alive. It's funny, because I think he's still... Ooh, he was a very fat kid. I don't know how good that is for your health as an adult, even if you are to, like, fix the weight problem. I can guarantee I've seen people bigger than whatever he turned into. Yeah, we both have. One of them was our landlord. And our landlord's still, sadly, alive. I just want to say sadly so people knew I wasn't being disrespectful. It is unfortunate. He's not a good guy. No. His mom's cool, I think. She's fine. His mom's just also very old. It's hard for a very old person. Like, you hit 85 or 90, and even when you're that old, even a bad 90-year-old, you're still like, you're you're kind of cool because you made it that far. You've gotten past the point where people can hate you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, and then you get to, like, plus, you know, any age 100 plus, and it's like, you could be the worst, filthiest person. And it's like, everybody's like, is it today? And you're all, you get to watch like a countdown. You're like, oh, is he, when's he going to die? When's he going to die? But he's like cool as shit. See, the problem is the second you hit 95, everyone on the planet is like, what's your secret? That's a good <laughs> point. Why did any, why would anybody want to live to be 95? And then every single person that's over 95 that's ever been asked that, they're like, I drank a Coca-Cola every day. No, it's ridiculous. <laughs> How, whatever, centurions or whatever they're called? Yeah. I think it's because it's low stress. Every person that lives 100 plus, like my cousin's great uncle, 102 this year, never married. And I've always sexistly said it's because he never had a wife. That's how he's lived so long. Super rich. And at 99, he had eyesight good enough to shoot the neighbor's cat with his gun from across the from across the road from his house. And this guy, he's just dicking around at 99. And then the sheriff had to come and take his gun. But all of them, all their habits are like, I drink, I smoke, I eat ice cream. And then it's... I like, just do whatever I want. Yeah, not to any abundance or whatever. When I was younger, I did run a decent amount, but yeah. I haven't in 20 years. Yeah, you never see a really fat 100-year-old. That's weird. That, that has to be a sign of something. That's strange. Not to say that being super fat's unhealthy, but if you want to be 100, you're not, you're not I, looking I like think, you're going to make it. I think there's a point where you can have, you can have a little bit of chub. And yeah. you're fine. Like maybe you're you're technically unhealthy due to accordance to health standards. Yeah. But you're fine. Yeah, really. But where it is like the natural genetic predisposition for like, oh, genetically you're twenty pounds heavier than whatever the average yeah. is, but you're okay. And that's okay. Yeah. And and honestly, everyone is fine with that. Yeah. It's when you get to people that are 500, 600 pounds, you're like, you shouldn't be this big. There's no reason for that. That would be an interesting thing to look up is somebody at that weight, how old the oldest person was. Because they used to bring, my uncle still remembers, and the way he tells me, I've always imagined it was like a school field trip to go see the world's fattest man. (laughs) Because it's not the picture I showed him of this guy. 
He's in the top ten heaviest people ever. And he sees, all you can see is he's just, a blanket is thrown over his tremendous girth. And you can see the bottom of his leg or whatever. And my uncle instantly goes like, that's him! To where he remembers seeing that guy. And he always pitched it to me. And I, I don't know if it was my incorrect interpretation or not. That it was like a school trip. But I think those people lived a lot longer than fat people of today. That's just a theory. Wealth is a big factor behind it too. What can, what can you afford medically? To keep you alive. Yeah, they were probably making shit tons of money if that guy was before the internet, before that, you know, one, he's not going to be able to have a job or whatever. So, like, that's how they paid the, the freak show people in the early 1900s. Those people, really, like, whatever, yeah, they're being exploited by the circus, but also they're making tons of money, and this is the only thing, really, that they could do, to where tons of those guys and girls were able to retire in like five to ten years after they were doing that to where the people that were paraded around at the end of the freak show that weighed like 700 plus pounds were probably making a decent chunk of change just laying there being stared at by the rest of america well the question is how old and how fat did the hedonistic greeks get Ooh, I don't that would think... just lay there and eat grapes all day that's the thing i would be amazed if somebody could get to 600 pounds on only grapes well uh, yeah but they also didn't move ever and still they i mean you only ever see them depicted eating fruit which is odd which is, yeah which is bullshit where's the they really they'd where's be the eating, mutton they'd be eating the usda nine serve of grain to get to 600 pounds and not fruit right. i think that'd be that'd be a good you're eating a cow's me. diet i'll do that i'll do the trevor moore whiskey version of supersize me except for grapes i don't know how many grapes would have to constitute an unhealthy amount to where it'd make a, like good information for a documentary i could only i could drink a gallon of grape juice a day and eat about five pounds of grapes i bet i could do that you're gonna get for a month. sick because of the pure sugar i don't think so you don't think so no Sugar's very anti-stress. Sugar has tons of benefits. The problem is, is with grape juice, I'd have to find a different kind of it because the bad grape juice or the bad of really anything is where all the sugars added sugars. But if it's natural, it's, it's good for you. But yeah, if it's fructose, it's fine. Yeah, compared to terrible processed sugar. I think Glucose. Be correct. <laughs> I took a science class once. And I could wear the those cool underwear commercials that definitely... They, I don't think definitely, but they should still be a thing. I don't watch TV, so this is my problem. I have a very hard time. I only overhear, No, you shot TV. That shit. Our house. That's, oh, that's gonna be, I'm gonna set up so many just drowning decibel levels of speakers. My boss has a construction speaker, and I've never heard anything louder than it. He can Bluetooth his phone in. The loudest thing. Because it has to go the over construction equipment. Correct. I'm going to get tons of those. I'll sync them up to forms of media. I'll buy a bunch of cheap phones and then get everything synced up. And it's going to play that high V. Now we shop high V. That awful hell ad. And I'm going to blow my brains out. And people are going to find my body. And that's going to be looping. Is there's going to be this occult setup? Or they're going to walk into like the barn. Like, what the hell is going on? And it's just. Hy-Vee bags and Hy-Vee everything is in there. And I have a Hy-Vee employee shirt on. That's the most morbidly specific way to kill yourself. <laughs> I don't even know why I mentioned that. I forgot the train of thought. Well, can we... I mention quickly yeah. that now in this in this recording specifically, we have both talked about killing ourselves. Have we? Yes. How many times? Once each. I went to the doctors like two weeks ago. And this whatever, the lady's like, can we? I say... I say fuck however many times, and then she goes, can we, can we try to use a little, res I know you're irritated, but can we try to use a little respectful language? And I almost left. 
Like, I don't think this is, I don't think if I walk out the door, I'm going to, it's going to, I'm going to despawn. Like, it doesn't, <laughs> I don't think what I experience is real. Is it fuck, bitch? Sure. Or whatever. And then at the end, she's like, well, I see you scored X, Y, and Z on, like, your, your bad feeling meter or whatever stupid medical is that thing measures. Is where it's the, it's, it it's like the pain the meter? smiley face. Yeah, it should just be that. <laughs> And I said, no, I, I don't think it's really worse. It's just kind of always there. And she said, well, do you have a plan? And I know to say no to that. Because if you say yes, I have a plan. You get in they trouble. They can involuntarily hospitalize yeah. you. Yeah. So that's how much the state cares about you. As long as you know to say no to that. As long as we don't say that we have a plan on the pod, I think we're good. You just said what your plan was. I allegedly... No, you straight up just told me what your plan. I just said I, I was going to kill myself on the couch. That's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have a date or a plan or a cashew even. If I could choose the perfect way to die, that's what I would be. If you could concoct how you would die, how would you do it? And that's what it would be. I would have the funniest, most morbid, high V related death. It's almost as bad. I could do one for McDonald's also. With the, we may not all be a morning person, but we can't all eat McDonald's for breakfast. If that doesn't make you want to kill yourself, you're not. I don't think you're a real person. I think if, I think if you genuinely have a soul, you will hear that and want to just die or hurt people. I think if that doesn't elicit suicidal or homicidal intentions in you, something's wrong. <laughs> and you're just numb to the hell we live in. It's dystopian hell. Is Hy-Vee a Midwest company? I think it is. Uh, yeah, but it's... So there's a lot of people who have no idea it's like what tar- you're talking about. It's like about. Target, but gayer. You go up to buy stuff because you don't want to talk to people. Mainly because Hy-Vee hires, like, feeble-minded individuals. Literal feeble-minded, and God bless them. But I'm just trying to buy stuff and leave and not talk to you about your weird niche Japanese games that you like and I don't like and you go up to buy your They're stuff. They're called JRPGs. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna J shove this shotgun in my mouth. And you <laughs> you weeb. You go to Ivy, you scan your first item and the thing goes Have you used your Ivy Fuel Saver Rewards card today? And all the machines it must, they have to be able to hear each other. Because even if nobody's at the other machines, I swear to God, they go off and repeat the same damn thing. (laughs) It's all the machines. It's the worst thing. (laughs) It says to take your receipt, it mentions the Fuel Saver Rewards card and the credit card thing, like half the time, won't work. And then you'll have to sit there and wait for a human to come over and bash on the machine so it can take your money. And so this you just isn't, want to leave. This, this is a, a store you go into and willingly want to get out as fast as possible. And the machines just break and you're stuck there. And it's not just one of them. It's every machine yeah. at every register at every high V. Yeah, it's, it's a built-in function. I think it's because <laughs> they want you to hear that gas card thing more. If we can't, if you can't pay, you'll want to stay. That's their motto. Oh, man. There's a helpful smile in every aisle. I, that's impossible. It still would be cooler if it, there was a helpful child. There's a helpful child in every aisle. I think that would aisle. be cool. It, they don't get paid, but I guess you'd have Indentured to... Indentured servitude. No, yeah, you'd have to pay them legally. This is the how reason. Come Chinese, how come Chinese restaurants can have kids do the Because the it's work? their kids. 
So you'd have to get the actual children of the owners of the store yes. to have the helpful And children. it's a privately owned business. And I think that'd be cool. I think that'd be so cool. You have a little eight-year-old knowing exactly where shit is. You're like, you're eight and you're smarter than anybody in a Walmart I've met. If you meet you'd a You'd be smart... so impressed. And you go to another aisle and there's another eight-year-old that's a genius and knows how it's perfectly stocked. Everything's pushed to the front. And I don't, I don't think it's aesthetic. too much to ask an eight-year-old to remember an aisle, one on each side. Oh, to, no, definitely not. Easy enough. Yeah. Anyone could it. do They'd it. They'd love to do it. They'd love to help people. I think it'd be hard to have a shitty day and come in and be like, do you know where the asparagus is? And the kid like, Tom Brady's you in this can of asparagus. He runs down the, the aisle and he almost runs into the side a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. And then he's very, like, slippery. He just wobbles back, almost eats shit a couple of times. <laughs> Here's your asparagus. You're like, that was so cool. See, that's also another and then you, thing. then you buy a bunch of stuff you don't need. You're like, how about another can of asparagus? Right? <laughs> People are just running these kids to death. It might be, a, be able to But be they'd be abuse. having fun. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be hilarious. That's, that's I think, the difference. Because I do think that's what an eight-year-old child would do in that situation. Yeah. They'd sprint down the aisle, go grab the thing, and run it back to you. Yeah. Versus you ask anyone in a store, you're like, hey, do you know where this is? And they and go, they, they point at their ears. 19. They point at their ears. As if that's supposed to mean something. Oh, I'm supposed to know you have AirPods in. My bad for asking where something was. I'm sorry. Why are I'm you wearing dumbass. AirPods? You're at work. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm 32 and this is my first job. What do you need? And he goes, it's in aisle 12. And you go, great. Which aisle is that? I don't aisle, work here. You go here. to aisle 12 and it's not there? You go to aisle 12 go, and it's it's the smallest <laughs> item? You're like, well, I'm sitting here for five minutes trying to find it. You go to, you go to aisle 12. It's not there. You go back. That guy's gone. That <laughs> <laughs> happens... All the time. They, they're like, I gotta go on break before he comes back. These, these fucking people never move their whole day. They're wasting as much time as possible. They get asked one question, give somebody wrong information, they're done. And they leave. Then they start working. Eight-year-old child, boom, boom. All right, here's your <laughs> yeah. thing. Ten seconds. It's way better to imagine. And it's a game because they want to go as fast as possible. And they're all dressed like Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that'd be so funny. That, that, that's what really could save Hy-Vee. That would be beautiful. I wonder how you could do it. Because there's a butcher counter at Hy-Vee also. Because when you include knives into the situation of children, you're like, mm. Yeah, let's keep them away from the keep knives. Keep your little kid meat, your asparagus can hands I think it's away fine. from my meat. It's fine for it to be just adults in the butcher area. That's yeah. not an aisle. Yeah, we don't you, need a child. cool adults. Yeah, get rid of all of the bad adults. They're being replaced by the children. Yeah, all so the cool adults that are left. Every, every high V is then fired if we're going by bad adults. And then you you have, you retain three coolest adults. Yeah, all of the push them into staff. the butcher. And then they hire their friends because they'd be cool. And they're going to have more fun. And then you They're going to enjoy their lives more if they're working with their friends. You just have a church be like, hey, do you have a bunch of eight-year-olds that are like willing to help out and learn stuff and they would totally volunteer yeah and you send them there if you volunteer then it's okay yeah exactly it's a volunteer thing and then you get you get like a branding at the end of it and then you to signify that you were one of the cool kids so even when you grow up when you can be like like, hey you know what after we're all done here every single one of you can grab a candy bar from the front yeah you get one item for free every day. And everybody starts getting Thanksgiving turkeys. And you're like, fuck, no, no, no. You guys can't take You get one item. item for free every day. And then there's the one kid who always goes and grabs a 24-pack of beer. <laughs> <laughs> my dad will hit me if this isn't my one item. <laughs> my dad you used have, to work here. You have 55-pound children carrying out 30-pound turkeys every day. <laughs>
That's those are the real heroes. Screw the troops. I want to see cities line up outside high vs after they close to clap for the children after they're done. Because they'd have to finish their shifts pretty early. Because I think high vs 24-7. Or not 24-7 to the public. But I think there's constantly people Yeah, but you can have bad stalker people inside late at night nobody cares about yeah that. exactly i think kids that's that's where you send the existing ivy team now to that's what you send them to i do. think child labor laws say kids can work until 10 i never understood child labor laws because kids can't get pregnant i think I they can why there was a they can get pregnant kids it's so like six to eight can get pregnant yes really yeah that's awful there have been like there are on record like two and three year olds that have been pregnant that's even worse yeah no it's not good asks way that implies a lot of way worse stuff and what it's implying is exactly what it is Huh. And it's not good, and it's very, very bad. But they it does happen. Have, they definitely probably have like a hundred percent death rate. Because I think how successfully can a two to three year old give birth to a child? It's like nutritionally. There's people. Not that, a there's people human. that like. There's people that are like twenty four who have a kid that's twenty two. There's no way. Yeah, no, it, it's a thing that I exists. I hope you're wrong. It's not super common, but it does mistaken. exist. I hope you're mistaken. You don't. I hope you think you know this is a thing, and I just hope you. Uh, are just incorrect well, about what this. happens is you know women get uh go through puberty earlier than men do correct by like two to three years yeah that's the best part of high school when girls are taller than you then all of a sudden it's like oh, hey, and then you, your voice lowers or whatever <laughs> and it's like oh cool i'm not a little bitch anymore that, right? that was fun because uh, essentially when it comes down to it as bad as it is pregnancy is completely determinant on when the girl goes through puberty not when the boy goes through puberty because the boy can and technically can to, in theory be any age girls can go into puberty at two to three what i think it's uncommon but it can happen yeah that would be like a, a biblical miracle thing i want to say so rare i want to say seven to nine is the average puberty for women i think you're right about that yeah because yeah. guys are like 11 to 12 or something like yeah that. something like that so it's it's very young and yeah. that's why the throughout is- history people have gotten pushed off to marriage at like 12 years old and it's because people used to only live until they were 25 so My they're like we gotta have a kid who, who who notices a kid going through puberty at two to three and like well let's see if it's working i don't that's think that's the worst part of no that. i don't think it's intentional okay it's not oh this kid went through puberty it's how do you unintentionally get a child pregnant then? Because you maybe think they haven't gone through puberty. So you're... What? That still implies the, the copulation with a kid, which is morally disgusting and wrong. No, it's definitely non-consensual. Okay. A hundred percent of the like time. An accidental... Yeah. On the rapist's part. Yeah. It's accidental. The rapist is like, you can't get pregnant. You're, you're a, three. You're a kid. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not even going to worry about well, it. Well, even if... I, I don't think rapists worry about that ever. Fair. As they're rapists. Well, I bet, <laughs> I, I bet some, I bet it actually goes Somebody, through their heads sometimes. A rapist, you know, does his thing. And the whole time he's doing it, he worries, oh man, I should have worn protection. I hope she doesn't get pregnant from this. As if he's <laughs> going to be in her life as a, you know, a significant other after this. When do you think the easiest time to kidnap somebody would be? Time period wise. I think the older, the easier. Right. Well, maybe because like when you go back to when you said the older, the easier. I thought like you were elderly napping somebody. Oh, I'm talking time time period. period. Yeah, not like time period of persons. Yeah. Okay. I think that there is a cutoff point, like when you get back to the 
spartans and stuff like that yeah like spartan women are insane you ain't kidnapping them yeah that's the whole spartan children insane you're come, not kidnapping yeah, come them. back with your shield or on it where that's what the women would say before the spartans left i'm like yeah they don't give a shit it's like die fighting or come back alive i mean that's what it was like you go back into ancient times right and everyone has the same rights and they're super open about everything and everyone does everything yeah. and then there's something that happened in history where they're like okay children are weak Women kind of suck. Let's leave them at home. Yeah. It's like, well, what happened? Yeah. Remember when <laughs> they're like, we were gay people, good? gay people are terrible. We don't like them. It's like, but 10 years ago, they were fine. Thanks, Abrahamic religions. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Jesus said this wasn't okay. <laughs> oh, so I think there's a point after that, like where everything kind of flipped and hit that switch where everything changed is when it is the easiest. But now we're in the cool time period of you can identify as anything. Yeah. Where you can pick the most oppressed group. Now now it's different because it used to be difficult because everyone was really strong. Yeah. Now it's difficult because everyone's, technology. And everyone's really weak and reliant on that technology. So I guess, I it's guess. It's like the whole, the meme thing. I'll let you actually answer. I was going to say, I guess like the, the old American West. Yeah. Is that, probably the yeah, easiest probably. to get away with any crime. Yeah, because I think I think the Wild West actually is the correct answer. Because I think if you go back before that, I think c- communities are too closely knit to allow children to go unattended. Yeah. And I think the Wild West might allow for that. Where people that were just freedom around. Of movement. And the space was so open that it's hard to have that small... Because you really have railroad tracks and that's about it. Yeah, and just open desert. Yeah, you're probably right. But I think think it's specifically... I think that's also geographical too. So I think it's also difficult, uh, unless you're the Lindbergh baby... Because I was going to say, I guess it would be difficult in cities because cities were as, you know, not as like densely packed as New York is now, but they were still close together where you couldn't do it in open daylight and horseback off in the middle of New York City. Whereas in the Wild West, you probably could. Oh, yeah, easily. And nobody would find you like, well, there there was that. I mean, there was in the Wild West, it was extremely popular to walk into a saloon, shoot somebody. Everyone knows who you are and you still get away with it. There was never a Wild East, though. That's a good joke. <laughs> That's a really hard joke to make. I think there I'm was. Proud a, of that I joke. think there was a Wild East at some point. But would it be when I think that wild, would be right when they came when to I America? Think wild West, and I think you think this as well. I think everybody thinks this. I would hope when I say Wild West, it's never like, oh yeah, Seattle was lit back in the day. It's always like the Wild Southwest. It's never the Northwest. I was gonna say more Midwest. You think? Because it like the whole the the wild the wild west is the like the Louisiana Purchase. You think that? That's when I say wild west. You think the Louisiana Purchase? Yeah. You probably. I get. I get where you're coming from. Also, I do agree that I would consider the wild west to be like Texas, Mexico area, like Arizona, New Mexico, California. That's where the stereotypical desert of the wild west is. But I, I do think that the term wild west came about. With the Louisiana Purchase, because it is Western territory that is unexplored. We've always, we've always said that with like the Midwest. Is why is there no Mid East? And it's because we started from the East. Yeah. And then went west. Now we're in the middle of the West, and now we're fully West. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that the Louisiana Purchase did start the Wild West, but it's not the what you have uh, in your mind, the desert and all of that stuff. It is actually weirdly enough. In Bollywood, there is a genre... A Bollywood alert. There's a genre called a spaghetti western, and that's the stereotypical cowboy desert thing. Yeah, the cool western, yeah. Which America has adopted 
to be like the stereotypical version of the Midwest Wait, because no, it no, no, runs no, no. off better. Did we take it from Bollywood or did Bollywood take it from like early 1930s American movies? Bollywood came up with a genre called a spaghetti western, Before which was us. yeah, which was are you kidding? Their, like, it was their idea, like the 1920s. It had yeah. to be really early. It was their idea of what the American West was like, and then America took that. I've never heard of that. I'm like 30 percent sure. No, you're wrong. It emerged in the mid 1960s. Oh no, a spaghetti western is a broad subgenre of western films produced in Europe. Screw your idea. Maybe, maybe you're right about this. Yeah, this is the classic example of westerns that I'm thinking of because it's it gives like a Clint Eastwood movie. That's exactly. what I think of when I yeah. think of the Wild West. Exactly. That's what everyone thinks of because that's what has been adopted as the more. Then what was the popular... actual Wild West like? The Louisiana Purchase. There's no way. Was that boring? I don't know. I don't think anything cool when I think of the Louisiana Purchase. There was nothing cool. It's not a cool thing. That's why it's been fantasized. It's, so it's just a, a Hollywood romanticized yeah. version of something just kind of eh. Yeah, exactly. Well, that sucks. It's like the mob. How mob movies are great, but being in the mob probably sucked a lot. It's almost like a steampunk. Like when you think steampunk, you think cool, like flying it is ships the... and stuff like that. But it's like, th- that's just the industrial revolution is steampunk. It is the healthiest way to prepare punk. That's oh. true. I have heard that. I'm, g- I'm just going to try to shoehorn in every blue card Norm MacDonald's podcast joke that I can. Uh, there was something else that I was going to I was going to say <laughs> something else. And now I don't remember it because that Steamed was... Steampunk? Because that was so cool. <laughs> Spaghetti Westerns, uh, Indians, Bollywood alert. Not Bollywood. Um, it had to do with the mid... Mid-East? The Wild West. Louisiana Purchase. Louisiana Hot Sauce. Worst hot sauce. Never going to sponsor the podcast. I don't know. It doesn't matter. What it I matters gonna now. Say. You're going to have to figure it out. I'll think about it in, in seven weeks from now. Okay. And then you'll send me via voice message. And you won't remember what I'm talking no, about. Exactly. That's how most of our conversations go. These are released weekly, but we talk once every three months. Yeah. We just batch record these. We record for nine hours and then I make 14 episodes out of that that are each an hour long. And it doesn't make any sense, but I do it. <laughs> you have unknown to me re- previously recorded footage of our just candid conversations that you throw in as if they were podcast clips. Exactly. Which is very professional and, and not illegal. Sometimes I will take audio that I have of you that I've recorded against your knowledge and I will record myself on my own Replying. responding yeah. yeah so you can get a really cool so it's, witty retort yeah in there. exactly yeah. so it sounds like uh, we're having a conversation but you are unaware of anything that goes on in this podcast and that's why everybody thinks you're so so much smarter than i am I'm like well he's quicker on his feet and it's just you bullshit yeah i listen yourself. i listen to the same audio 47 times and then i write down the funniest thing i can come up with yeah instead of doing stand-up comedy bits you play responses off back to yourself you're like nah this one's the best they'll love this i just over and over again i hear you say william howard taft william howard taft william howard taft and i say hafty and that's the best thing i could come up with it took me four days to come up with that response you're stupid all work and no play makes jack a dull boy you just walk around you're pacing in your apartment with william howard taft me saying william howard taft on repeat until you think of something funny and then you have to record it and and that's here's the thing i don't even come up with one funny thing 
I come up with just a plethora of funny things. Of I came up for the William Howard Taft thing. I came up with probably 26 funny things. Oh, at least. It's just usually that, on average how many things you come up with. Yeah. Well, that's probably on the lower end. I probably normally come up with more. That's terrible. William Howard Taft is a very difficult one. So I only came up with 26. Which is funny because structurally he shouldn't be. Right. But Haftian easily the the best thing i came up with so. nothing none of the 25 others were even close to half the no that makes me not even want to hear him yeah and i probably won't heartedly believe that you had 25 other ones yeah exactly i'm not even going to say any of the other 25 because it wasn't nearly to the level level of perfection no, as I the haftian measurement i think in my lifetime i couldn't even think of something funnier than haftian after someone mentions william howard taff william howard taffy <laughs> That was one of the other 25. That one I'd like more. God dang it. William Howard Taffy would be a great thing for the White House to sell in their gift shop. I went through... And you know, who has rights to... How does that work? If somebody's a president, can they just make presidential merch from this person? Yeah. Donald Trump has Make America Great Again hats. It wouldn't be like William Howard Taft's family that gets profits from William Howard Taffy. But it it actually kind of upsets me because I go through a rigorous process of eliminating the worst Do you do like a mock Survivor episode? A season? Yeah. (laughs) I do a mock Survivor (laughs) season with my joke ideas. It's gotta take so long. Yeah, no, like I said, it took me four days to come up with the Haftian joke. You That's have, one of the 26. So it takes about <laughs> it takes about 4 days to cycle through a 26 person on the low end survivor island of kicking no, these jokes. No, I'm sorry. I don't think you understood. It took me 4 days to come up with the Haftian joke. Okay. And it took me about another week and a half to come up with the remaining 25. I didn't come up with the Haftian one first. And then you you and then i simulated the survivor season which takes on average about a month and a half okay do you is there any reward is the reward monetary or is it the the well it depends on to be in the episode it depends on uh which round they win um you know because some rounds have like reward rounds and stuff like that where you they win like rice or matches or whatever for their camp because they're surviving and uh some camp where they're (laughs) the only one there's 26 individual camps of words. No, they're of they they. I'm sorry, they, they get separated in into groups of 13. Okay. Well, in this case, it's it's groups of 13, but in if they split, we split it in half. In most cases, it's like groups of 23. Yeah. yeah. In some instances, we do three separate groups, but most of the time, it's two. And what happens is we kind of simulate through a survival situation with these jokes, and we run through uh, challenges and stuff like that, and then they slowly get picked off one by one. And when there's about half of them are. Like, by snipers picked off one by one like they lose no or like someone's killing contestants like they get it's not they cool. get voted off the joke raft is what we call it okay and uh the draft if you're in the well, with a j not like the vietnam the giraffe yeah gif like the the moving picture yeah exactly like gif the peanut butter uh, yeah so they get they get voted out and then once there's about half of them left we combine the teams into one team they slowly Called? start to just the, the survivors i don't okay. know what you not everything really has to have a fancy name. term really should work on the name but whatever and then when it gets also down disagree to with everything should have a fancy term but okay when it gets down to the final three uh we bring in all of the other jokes that have been voted off that's hilarious <laughs> yeah well that's the point they're jokes it's supposed yeah. to be funny yeah and that's that's how you know these last ones are really funny because the jokes that are brought back make you laugh right away <laughs> exactly so the other the jokes that were all voted off get brought back and they decide who 
is the winner. That's a good way to do it. Because then if you, you want to go through the entire season without necessarily crossing people, you know, like making enemies and stuff like that, because they're going to come back eventually and decide who wins. Yeah. So whoever they like the most is going to win. I feel like it'd be... And Haftian won in this instance. Well, he is, yeah, the biggest contestant. Yeah, well, they were all they were all Taft jokes, so... They're all... They, it was a, as much. Yeah. Every joke has to take on the physical girth of the person they're making fun of. Exactly. If they pertain to making fun of a no, person. No, it was an insane season. You should have seen it. Yeah, man, I I need to, you know, pay for Zulu or whatever that... What was the, the fake... Quibi. Quibi. This, sponsor, this podcast is officially sponsored by Quibi. Can we say that? And they were trying to make Quibi Is a Quibi verb. out of... I think it exists still. F- oh. I think are it's drastically got down. Are they going to get... Are the Who two cares? subscribers... Are they going to get mad? Who cares? <laughs> what if they're, they're, they're going to listen to this? I have to Quibi that. There is... I realized this when I was listening to you talk. That if anybody out there has a medical background or like psychiatry background or anything. With a diagnosis of what the fuck is wrong with me. And my co-host, literal and figurative. Excuse? As whatever form of conversation we have. Or if there is a term for this style of just like Jeffin that we do. That is so prone to... Just multiple trains of thought and just lack of Let me just structure. clarify that there's always time for Jeffin. Yeah, People there might is always that. time for Jeffin. There's always time for Jeffin. There's sometimes time for Josh, and there's almost never time for Jackin. I'm, su- I'm surprised you remember that whole thing. I will always remember that. Is whole H-O-L-E or W-H-O-L-E? W-H-O-L-E. What if Shia LaBeouf was in a movie called Holes, but it was H-W-H-O-L-E-S? It would be... Th- and his shoes were full. No, that's the, it would the be... The shoes that hit him are full of cement or something? Yup, that's me. It'd be the dies. exact same... It's like a, it's it's a three-minute It's the sequel, okay. but they're filling in the holes. That's way smarter. <laughs> With adult Shia LaBeouf. You yeah. have to get the adult... For, there's definitely one of those actors that was in that movie that's dead now. There's no way Zero everybody from that... is dead. Maybe. I forgot. That's one of the named people I do remember from that movie. What? Who's the Who's the black guy that's like, I'm gonna help you rub your arms to the teacher or whatever, and then they throw him in the lake or something. Zero. Which is pretty racist to holes. That was zero. That was zero? Yeah. Okay, which is pretty racist to holes because that implies that black people can't swim. And I think that to throw that in a children's movie is a little... It was kind of a young, a, a tween movie. I think you're taking that movie. implication too far. I think it just implies think? that he can't swim. Okay. You don't think... Just be, I, I think him being think zero, black is irrelevant. You don't think zero is like the name reference to he's the last of his kind and we're gonna throw him in the lake like we did every black person because all of them can't swim you don't think no. that implied implication wasn't widely accepted i don't think so i think okay. you're reading Maybe I need too to much re-watch into holes yeah not the sequel though the book one. yeah <laughs> i the need to book. re-watch the book remember the remember the book it was just a, a picture book of holes it wasn't <laughs> Than a pair of shoes holes is uh what was holes that's like the wait a minute i saw holes uh, like an uncomfortable amount of times during my childhood and i don't know why was it a disney movie why was it always on tv yeah it was a disney movie okay that's why based off of the book there was an actual book it was a full novel of like 400 pages gross did shia labeouf write it i don't think so wouldn't that be cool that would be odd child author than actor than actress oh no only possible today but that's he became megan fox that's his new name you ever seen him out with himself oh no you ever seen them both in the same room at the same time because i haven't 
not I've seen them on the same screen, but they can deep fake all that stuff. So yeah, especially back in two thousand two. Of course, <laughs> with Michael Bay. You want to? What the... if it was called Holes, but it was about golfing? That movie would suck. That's it's called like Happy sports, Gilmore. It's like a sports drama. Why didn't they call Happy Gilmore Holes? And no, I don't want to read the fucking Treasury of Humor book. <laughs> but, I, but I will. Lighting is not ideal for humor. Why didn't I turn the light on? That's a good question. I always turn the light this on. This is why this podcast has been so scary. <laughs> I was wondering why it was it was more anxiety Little prone. did you know this is the Halloween episode. We forgot there. to say at the beginning, welcome to Spookuary. <laughs> We're going to release this like 10 months from now. No, in February. Oh, I thought you said, uh, Febtober. That is what I said. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Welcome to Febtober. This book smells like the coolest. This would. This book smells like a cool centurion. That's probably not like a- rubbed up against some Roman's balls for the last 50 years. God, and just I, shoved it in your face. I hope so. <laughs> uh, oh, no shit. This one. This one mentions Minneapolis. Shout out to a city that, um, is now two cities. But it once I wasn't. I think it was originally St. Paul. Well, it was Pig's Eye, you fucker. It was, but St. Paul was Pig's but Eye. But Minneapolis bad. didn't split My into two. My bad for two. being too crass. Minneapolis didn't split, split into two cities. St. Paul split into two cities. You think? I think so. Because St. Paul's the capital. I think St. Paul's smaller than Minneapolis. Okay. The joke. <laughs> the reading. Maybe oh, it's not a joke. I don't know if it's a joke. But the reading from the Treasury can of American Humor. Can Hubert. you see in this spooky light? I, I, with the power of my LASIK that I'm probably reversing because it's so <laughs> dark. <laughs> in this day of almost total dependence on mechanical gadgets, a Minneapolis supermarket has found it necessary to put this warning on its entrance. Caution, no automatic door. I mean, these jokes are so far beyond what how funny works today. It's crazy. That's hilarious. I don't get it, but that's hilarious. It's crazy that if automatic we, doors were a new thing back then. I get to continue on, add a little s- substance to this joke. I get pissed when automatic doors are really slow. You basically run into Yeah, them. what the hell is that? Why don't those things just shoot back? Right when they detect like a leaf? In front of the motion thing, boom, send them back in the thing. I think we've progressed too far where I think automatic doors should not open if you're walking at them from the wrong way. They shouldn't, there shouldn't be automatic doors. This episode of the podcast contained graphic conversation about child endangerment. Listener discretion is retroactively advised.